Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. presents the Screen Guild players in Barbary Coast, Samuel Goldwyn's thrilling story of the early days in San Francisco. It stars Charles Bickford as Louis Shamalis and Mary Astor as the Swan. The Lady Astor Screen Guild players in Barbary Coast. Dates are just numbers on a calendar. Numbers get burned into your mind with fire and stay with you as long as you live. That date was one of them. New Year's Eve, 1852. The start of a new year and a new life for me. Tonight, my boat dock in San Francisco. Moses in the mountain, a white woman. Amen, a new white woman in San Francisco. White and pretty, whiter than a hen's egg. Perfect service, where's your manners? Welcome to San Francisco, Miss, and a happy new year. You're all very kind. I wonder if I might ask a favor. You call, Miss? You can have my coat. You hungry, Miss? You want something? <laughs> you can have me roasted, fried, or boiled. Oh, gentlemen, thank you very much. But all I want to do is to find Dan Morgan. Do you know where he is? She wants Dan Morgan. Yes, I'll come up. Oh, is that so strange? Uh, you've been talking, McTavish. You tell him. Oh, Miss, I get to be the one to break the news, but... Well... Dan had sort of an accident. Yeah, he's dead on the doornail. Shut up, atrocity. Well, here, lady, you better have a drink. No, thanks. I, I don't drink. How, how did it happen? Well, the red showed up 13 times and his gold mine changed hands, following which unfortunate incident, Mr. Morgan showed a complete lack of interest in living further. 
I never seen a man so plumb discouraged. Drilled himself right through the head as clean as possible. Oh, it's, it's all right. I, I... Gentlemen, who was it who took Dan's money? Tapas Ombre in San Francisco. Name is Louis Shamalis. Runs a big gambling parlor and restaurant. Belladonna. Miss, we'd take you there to eat, but under the circumstances. I think I'd like it. The Belladonna, gentlemen. Shall we have supper? I'm buying the little lady's supper. I don't know. This one's on me. Yeah, what's the matter with my girl? Hey, please, you gotta let me oh, in. Gentlemen. It's gentlemen. my privilege, Miss. I was the first one to. Oh. Hello, Shamalis. Hello, McTavish. Hello, boys. Well, isn't somebody going to introduce me? Miss, my name is Louis Shamalis. I'm glad to know you, sir. Thanks. I like that seat. Look, I've got some right, Shamalis. Oh, all right. Take the seat, Shamalis. Thanks. How do you like San Francisco, man? I think I'm going to like it very much. That's fine. I own it. Name your drinks, gentlemen. They're on the house. So you're not only tough, Mr. Shamalis, you're generous. Yes. I hear you come out to marry Dan Morgan. Yes, I did. Well, there's no accounting for taste. You'd have been throwing yourself away on him. You haven't told me your name yet. Mary Rutledge. Miss Rutledge came here with me. We were just about to go, if you're ready, miss. Take it easy, Slocum. It's New Year's Day. You got a place to stay, miss? Well, not yet. You see, uh, I expected... Yes, to... I know. There's a room upstairs. If you don't find a place... She won't stay here under any circumstances. Why not? What do you say, miss? I like it here. You can't, miss. You don't know what you... You heard us, Slocum. Good night. Mr. Rutledge, please. Good night, Mr. Slocum, and thanks. You're very welcome. Good night. You know, miss, I think we're going to get along. How about a drink? I'm sorry, I don't... All right. Why not? morning. I didn't hear you knock, sir. I guess that's because I didn't knock. How do you feel? Like New Year's morning. You'll be all right when your head shrinks down. You know, you did a lot of talking last night. Did I? Yep, a lot of things. For instance? You, what you want out of life, the things you're after. Well, you can have them if you want to go cahoots with me. Cahoots? Partners, that means. I'll rig you out like a queen. Diamonds around your neck, diamonds in your hair. Why, they'll crawl across the Sierras on their hands and knees just to get a look at you. Yes, but what do I do? You work the wheel. I'm offering you part of all you take in. You mean half? Well, yeah, half. Suppose I lose. You don't lose unless you want to. That's the kind of a little wheel it is. Was, uh, was that the wheel Dan Morgan played? What's the matter? You still mooning about that guy? No, not anymore. And I might as well tell you, Mr. Shamalis, I, I didn't love Dan, but I was fond of him. And I'd have married him if, if he hadn't cared more for his gold than for me. That's why I'm forgetting him. That's why I'm going to stay. I want the same thing he did. Gold. You mean it's a deal? Yes. That's great. You know, you're a mighty pretty girl. Soft and slick and white. Like a swan. Mr. Shamalis, just one more thing. Yeah? You'd better get used to knocking on doors. All right, Swan. Sure. Sure. The Swan. Louis Shamalis named me that. And after a while, that's what they all called me, the Swan. 
And night after night, I opened my hand and closed my heart and spun the wheel and took their gold. And they laughed when they lost because they were lost to me. And Louis just watched and smiled until... Come in. Hello. Oh, hello, Louis. You notice I knocked. You're very thoughtful. I had some dresses and doodads sent up from the store. Did you get them? Yeah, I'm going to wear them tonight. You might try thanking me. That stuff costs $15,000. Oh, that's a lot of money. Don't I even get a kiss for it? Yes, if you want it. I said a kiss, not a receipt. Complaining, Louis. You kiss like... Ain't there anything on your mind but diamonds and gowns and gold? Don't I mean something to you, too? You mean a great deal, Louis. You mean diamonds and gowns and gold. Look at you. Your eyes ain't even blue anymore. They're yellow like gold. <laughs> Hard like diamonds. <laughs> oh, Louis, stop. And then you laugh. <laughs> That's what I can't stand when you look at me and laugh. <laughs> what else should I do? Swoon with love? Stop it. Stop that laughing, you hear? Stop it, Earl. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it, Swan. You drive me crazy. Send those things back. I don't want them. Oh, please. you got to take them. I paid 15000 for them. I've just paid for them, too, and I've paid too much. Swan, listen. Listen to me. I'm only asking you to love me a little. That wasn't part of our bargain. You're right. It wasn't. Just forget it, will you? Forget what I did and forget what I said. It's all right, Swan. I can wait. I went back to the wheel for more diamonds and more gold. I kept shutting my eyes to what I saw until the night we had the trouble with Sandy Ferguson. Sandy was Sawbuck McTavish's pal. And McTavish was playing heavily that night, playing and telling me how beautiful I was and losing while Sandy watched. He was watching me. He was watching the wheel. And finally he turned to me and his face was dark. I've seen enough. That wheel is crooked. I'm going to tell every man in this town. He turned and headed for the door, and suddenly Louie was at my side. He didn't say a word, just nodded to Knuckles Jacoby, the bouncer, and Knuckles started for the door, too. Everything happened very quickly then. Outside, there was a sudden shout. No, no, no. And then... Ah, Louie! What happened? You shouldn't have said your game was crooked. He won't say it no more. You mean you've had him killed? Louie, you're mad. They'll hang you for that, and I don't want any part of it. I'm getting out. Yeah, where are you going? Anywhere. I'll find a place. Maybe you will, but just remember this. You walk out of here, there ain't a man in San Francisco would dare to speak to you. And why not? Because they know I'll kill the man that does. I'll kill the first man I catch you talking to. Now close down that wheel and go to your room. You'll feel better in the morning. I didn't feel better in the morning. I felt worse. So I saddled my horse and went for a ride. I thought if I rode long enough, I might forget. But there were things I hadn't counted on. The rain, for one. And the little empty shack where I stopped to get dry. And the door that opened suddenly. And the young man stood there and stared and said, Excuse me, do you believe in hallucinations? I don't know. Why? Well, sometimes you get them in the gold fields, ma'am, when you've been living alone Right now, I could swear there's a lady in this room. <laughs> there is. You're not dreaming. I'm real enough. Well, you know what Balboa said when he first caught sight of the Pacific Ocean? No. What did he say? Nothing, ma'am. He just fainted with joy. Jim Carmichael was his name. Fresh from two years in the gold fields and on his way home. Young and good-looking. Unspoiled and clean so that quite suddenly I felt clean, too. 
as we sat by the fire in that little shack and the rain beat down and we began to be friends. Honestly, ma'am, this beats any adventure I've had out here. No one in New York will believe me. You're from New York? 14 Gramercy Park by the big willow tree. Oh, Gramercy Park. I used to play there when I was a little girl. Oh, you weren't that horrible Montmorency brat with a governess and a Shetland pony. No, I, I don't think you knew me. I was raised under a bell jar with forget-me-nots in my hair. I still can't believe it. It's, it's like the rest of my life these past two years, like a dream. <laughs> Yet it can't be a dream. I have my goal to prove it, and in two days I'll be safe on the flying cloud. Oh, you're sailing so soon? Yes, if I can get by the sirens in San Francisco. Sirens? Well, harpies would be a better word. You don't make them sound very attractive. Oh, they're not. They have snakes in their hair and cat's eyes and no hearts at all. Especially the one they call the swan. Why, up in the gold fields, they say that she... Uh, I beg your pardon, ma'am. I, I said anything wrong? No, not at all. The rain's letting up. I think we'd better go. He rode with me to the edge of town, and he was puzzled and hurt when I made him leave me there and told him he would never see me again. He didn't know that I was running away from myself, from him, from things I didn't dare let myself think. Then suddenly he was gone. And my world was dark and gray again. And so I had myself a drink. Swan, you back? Yes, I'm back, and you didn't knock. I was kind of worried, I guess. Where you been all day? I was riding in Gramercy Park. What are you talking about? There's no Gramercy Park around here? No, there isn't. That's the whole trouble. Say, what's the matter? What's happened to you? I lost my way, Louis. I had to ride a thousand miles to get back to you. You're lying. Not very much. I told you what I'd do if I ever caught you lying. You and your white grin. Don't grin at me like that. Don't you want to be friends, Louis? You're lying. I can see it in your face. What are you trying to hide? Nothing very much. I've had a lovely, innocent little day, Louis. Riding in the rain, thinking about you. Yeah? Just you. Now get out of here and let me dress. I've got to take my turn at the wheel. Second act that the Lady Esther screen gives play will follow in a moment. Now, a word from Lady Esther. Have you ever had the good luck to find a forgotten dollar bill tucked away in some purse or handbag you haven't used for a long time? And do you remember how pleasantly you were surprised? Well, right now, I'm going to tell you how you can have just such a pleasant surprise again. If you will go into your favorite store and ask to see my Lady Esther 30th anniversary set, I am sure you'll be surprised and delighted because this anniversary set is a $1.93 value which you get for only 98 cents. You save almost a dollar and the set is attractively packaged as a nice gift for someone or to take along with you on trips. You see, the set contains my large $1.38 jar of Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and in addition, the boudoir-sized 55-cent box of Lady Esther face powder in bridal pink, my new shade, which is so very flattering. The $1.38 jar of cream and the 55-cent box of powder together make a regular value of $1.93. But you get both in my anniversary set for only 98 cents. 
you save 95 cents. And that is certainly like finding a lucky dollar. But I must caution you to be prompt. There are only a few days left in which you can get this anniversary set, and it's being bought up very fast. So do go to your favorite store and ask for the Lady Esther anniversary set early tomorrow. I do hope none of you will be disappointed by being too late. Esther presents the second act of Barbary Coast, starring Mary Astor and Charles Bickford. So I was back at the little table again, spinning the wheel and calling the bets, trying to forget what I couldn't forget, told myself I was a fool. The rain had played a trick on me, that's all. He was on the boat now. I'd never see him again. And then suddenly, among all those others, I heard a voice. It's a dream. A mirage. An ugly figment of the mind. You, what are you doing here? I brought him swan. His boat couldn't sail like out of the fog. Got a fellow might uh, like to have a little fun. Seventeen on the black. Next bet, gentlemen. Old man advised me. Are those snakes in the hair? Forget me now. The table is reserved for players. It's all right. Swanee's kind of young and been drinking. Make your play, gentlemen. Quiet. Quiet. I want to hear the siren song. Now, 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 son. That ain't no way to talk to a lady. Apologize. I got she was raising a bell jow with forget-me-nots in her hair. Put up your money, you, or get out. Sure, sure. That's what you want. My money. Very well. Here goes. Gramercy Park versus an hallucination. You betting all of it? All of it on the black. White soap, clean linens, lamb kidneys, and wine That's sauce. up, gentlemen. Here she goes. Go on, roll your hooks round and round the willow tree. Oh, 27 oh, on the red. Who won? The red. Yes, sir, the red. Come up again. Red? Took a big fling, stranger. Yeah, it's a pile to lose. Oh, what's the difference? Let's have a toast. Here's to Madame Swan and to Galahad. He got drunk on a dream, a hallucination on a dream, a dream. Pick him up, atrocity. Yeah, he don't look too good on the floor. What's going on? Nothing, Louie, uh, nothing. Young fella passed out. Jump him somewhere and let him save it off. Oh, sure. Come on, boy. Here goes. I could have told you liquor and poems don't mean. Louie, he didn't mean anything. Did I say he did? But you look so angry. Maybe I am. I'm sending Freddy over to take the wheel. i got to talk to you alone. Here I am, Louie. You wanted to talk to me? Yeah, sit down. I just met a fellow who told me something very interesting. Yes? I warned you what would happen if I ever caught you lying. Well, I caught you. <laughs> what a pleasant way to start a conversation. You weren't alone in the rain today. You were seen... Really? Seen doing what? Riding down the road, talking, laughing. Who was he? Who was who? The man you were with. What were you talking about? Willow trees and forget-me-nots. You wouldn't understand. I understand, all right. Just tell me his name. Come on, who was he? Louis, you're hurting my wrist. I'll hurt more than that if you don't tell me. (laughs) You'll wish you never saw that guy. Louis, Louis. I'll twist this wrist until it looks like I've been looking for you. Can't you see we're talking? Get out. The boss is troubled about that killing last night. 
They're having a big meeting in town. Nobody asked me about no meeting. Jed Slocum and them others, Louis. The law and order boys. Okay, spread the word. We'll drop in on that meeting. Right, Louis. I'll round them up. Law and order. I'll give them some law and order. It won't work, Louis. Guns won't win. They'll beat you in the air. Nobody asked you. Get back to the wheel. I'll finish this thing with you later. At that moment, I hated Louie and hated myself even more. All I wanted was a chance to be clean again, to be the girl that Jim had thought I was when we met. Well, I got my chance. A little later at the wheel. Hey, Sloan, here he is. He wants to say goodbye. Really goodbye this time. You going? Yep, I'm sailing on the flying cloud. Somebody's take you to your fair? Heaven takes care of fools and children. This saintly old gentleman apparently rescued some of my loot last night. Ah, he dropped it while she was drunk. I, I sort of found it. Yeah, it seems there's a wave of reform in town. So the prodigal returns to Gramercy Park. Licked. I didn't say that. You didn't have to. I'm saying it. You're going back licked on your hands and knees without even giving yourself another chance. Oh, let him go, Swan. He's just got his fare. Crawling out of the Golden West with just enough to pay his passage. Because he's got no nerve. Because he's a coward. I resent that, ma'am. I'll try the black again. Son, it's folly. I tell you, The gentleman from Gramercy Park bets on the black. Here it goes. Uh, help me. I'll never do another honest deed in my life. Taking his fare against that... Seventeen on the black. Moses in the mountain, son. You win. You letting it ride, sir? Well, I don't know, ma'am. A play is made. Here it goes. There's the basket. I knew it. You get a break like that, you... Twenty-two on the black. Ain't you win again, son. You win. That's great. You're on that number, sir? Well, I hadn't considered, ma'am. on, fourteen. Here we go. Don't bet, son. Pick it up. It's one in a million. In two million, you Fourteen on the black. You win again, sir. The house pays off thirty-five to one. The game is close. Go on, pick up your money and get out of here. ma'am, I... said get out. Can't you understand? If Louie comes back and finds out you won... Clear out, folks. Clear out. They're on the way up here, the vigilante. Vigilante? I sure am glad I turned on us today. Come on, son. Let's... Go on, take your gold bag. Get down to the boat. What are you going to do? Stay here. I belong here. Go on, please. All right, if you'll come too. Me? Next stop, Gramercy Park. Just the oh, two no. of us. Because I love you. I'll always love you. I loved you the first oh, minute no, I ever no, saw don't you. Don't say that. It's, it's just another dream. Sure, it is a dream. One that's coming true. In an hour, we'll be on that boat. I might that... have something to say about that. <gasps> Louis, you were in town. Yeah, I was. But now I ain't. Too many of them Lord Order boys. We're going to make a stand here. So this is him, huh? This is the guy you were lying about. A cheap little I wouldn't rat talk that... to her that way if I were you. Shut up, you... Oh, no, I don't! You shut up, too. I'll do the talking. Hey, Louie, they're coming down the road, a whole mob of them. Scatter the boys around the place. Don't do any shooting unless I tell you. I'll be out as soon as I finish here. Okay, Louie. Yeah. Just as soon as I finish here. Louie, what are you going to do? You know what I promised any guy I caught you with? No, you can't. You can't. Louie, wait. You wanted me to love you. Do you still want it, Louie, do you? Because I will. I'll love you till I die. Only let him go. You mean? On account of him? You'd love me? No, not on his account. On yours. How do I know you're going to love me? Because I give you my word. Not Swan's word, but the word of a woman you've never even known. Please, Louie, please. All right. Hey, Bill. You better hurry, Louie. They're getting awful close. Pick this guy up and take him out the back. Get him out of the boat. But, Louie. You heard what I said. Sure, Louie, sure. Come on now, mister. Here we go. Thanks, Louie. Thanks. You won't regret it. I swear you won't. So that's how a woman looks when she's in love. So that's how she cries. That's the way you're going to love me, huh? 
Yes, I, I promise, Louis. You won't ever feel sorry. Yeah, I guess that's right. Because I'm never going to see you again. Louis? I don't take presents off desert rats. I don't take presents off nobody. I give them. Go on, get down to that boat. But, Louis... Go on. Take that money along. I got a hunch I got all I'll ever need. Make it fast. Thank you, Louis. Thank you, and bless you. Goodbye. You in there, Shumlet? Come on out. Won't kill the name of Lone Order. Yes, I'm in here. I've been waiting for you. Come on in, Jed. Come in. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to knock. Thank you, Charles Bickford and Mary Astor, for your fine performances with the Lady Astor Screen Guild players tonight. Thank you, Mr. Bradley. We consider our yearly appearance on this program as one of the really enjoyable privileges of belonging to our profession. We're all familiar with the fine work being done in Hollywood by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and its country house. And I hope every listener in our radio audience knows about it, too. I'm sure they'll all remember that the work is largely supported by these radio programs. And now, before we tell you about next week's show, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Esther. Ladies, may I take a moment to apologize to all of you who have been so nice as to write and thank me for my Lady Esther anniversary set? I wish I could answer each of you personally, thanking you for taking time to write, but I simply can't do it. There have been so many of your kind letters. A great many of you wrote you were unable to get the anniversary set. Your store was completely out. But I am sure you will now find they have received more sets since then, and I know you'll be pleased with this $1.93 value, which you get for only 98 cents. This attractively packaged set gives you my large $1.38 jar of Lady Esther full-purpose face cream. And, in addition, the boudoir-sized 55-cent box of Lady Esther face powder, my flattering new shade, Bridal Pink. As you see, this makes a regular value of $1.93. But you get both for only 98 cents. You save 95 cents, almost a dollar, a lucky dollar. However, there are only a few days left if you want one of my Lady Esther anniversary sets. So many of you have written me that the value is actually more than you expected, and the sets are going awfully fast. But try your favorite store again tomorrow early. If you do... I'm quite sure you'll get a set, and I know you'll be happy with it.
next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present Come Live With Me. It will star Ilona Massey, Leon Ames, and Henry Fonda. Be sure to listen. Barbary Coast was produced and directed by Bill Lawrence and was produced as a photoplay by Samuel Goldwyn, whose latest production to be seen is The Kid from Brooklyn, starring Danny Kaye. Mary Astor appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of the Technicolor musical Easy to Wit. Charles Bickford can soon be seen in the David O. Selznick Technicolor production, Duel in the Sun. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther. Did you know that the U.S. savings bonds you buy now help mightily in the war against inflation? It is true because dollars so invested cannot be used to bid up prices on the present scarce market. Remember, too, that savings bonds yield a very nice return on your investment. Also, when they mature, a dollar very likely will be worth more than it is now and will be worth more if we hold the line against inflation. One doesn't have to be a financial expert to figure that out. This is U.S. Savings Bonds Month. So let us remind you again how vital it is for all of us to invest every possible surplus dollar in bonds and to keep buying them regularly. Thank you, and good night. the Columbia Broadcasting System.